Welcome to the Braving the Waves podcast, stories of unsinkable resilience and resolving stigma. I'm your host, Michaela, and I am so excited to welcome you to season two. Each week, we will explore anonymous stories and poems, and sometimes you'll hear my voice, other times you'll hear others and their contributions. You'll leave with a refreshing take on storytelling that takes a deeper dive into a specific moment or experience. My hope is that it will encourage you to venture deeper into and perhaps share your own story, which you will now be welcome to do through our submission form. Thank you so much for listening. That's a step in and of itself. And I so hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi, everyone. I hope you're doing as well as you can be. We didn't have a submission this week, so today's poem reflects something that has been on my heart. This paradox between tomorrow isn't promised and there's no rush. As a young person with dreams and goals, this is difficult to navigate at times, especially since I've personally experienced the deaths of several young people in my life and we're witnessing mass youth death across the globe. With this in mind, I've caught myself asking, how dare I take my time with a project that might be needed yesterday? But I also know that intentionality, thoughtfulness, and patience are deeply essential responsibilities, and they require space and rest. This poem walks between these lines, even though I do not have a clear answer and I don't pretend to. But regardless, I hope that it's helpful and offers language for this conversation. So I will share it with you now. Today, I watched the sky break apart. It was indecipherable from the clouds, disintegrating into pinches of pale dust. I wouldn't have decrypted ash versus snow had it not been late November. Both still and rushed, rolling and flurrying, slow and sprinting, and whether idly passing through above or plummeting to snow piles below, accumulating the same white cotton candy. It made me ask myself about a paradox. Tomorrow isn't promised, seize the day, and there is no rush, slow down. If I take my time mindfully and thoughtfully, my dream will breathe one day, and I will feel better living it but I must pant it into practice today because what if I don't live to tomorrow? We see living life to the fullest through the lens of a capitalistic front-loaded life where, in truth, rest takes sundry steps, like the earth, with many operations at once, not many chores. 
like sky, clouds, and snow, all the color of wintered world, like songs, lyrics, and poems, all the language of metamorphic music, like working, resting, and capering, all the oxygen of fertile life. I don't have an answer about why this paradox cracks us open, but I do know, at just 25, that chasing dreams demands delay if we rush, if we believe that we're only worthy of them if we witness their birthright inhale faster. But we've already met them in the core of our being, not doing. And if we're not careful, the fluid in their lungs won't be ready for air if we're not breathing steadily first. Okay. Breathe the words in. What do they make you feel or think? How did they connect with your senses? What colors or symbols did you notice? What meaning did you draw? Metaphors, interpretations, clarity, messages. And as always, I will offer some thoughts behind the words that I just shared. So the beginning is a kind of a dive into nature and this coexistence of fast and slow, interestingly, ending up in the same place at the same time. And this is actually an experience I had the other day, being outside, uh, the sky and the clouds and the snow were all the same color. It was blizzarding and... I just started to think about how similar a pile of snow (laughs) looks to a big fluffy cloud and the difference in movement between the two, how slow the clouds appear to move, from our perspective anyway, and how fast the snow seems to fall sometimes, as if it's not free-falling but being accelerated somehow. And so I wanted to bring that experience, that little touch of uh, being present in nature into the poem. And it leads into this key question that I mentioned at the beginning, confusion uh, and idea that I wrestle with every day, this paradox of tomorrow wasn't promised and there is no rush. And I've also heard, you know, live as if there's no tomorrow. And that becomes very complicated because I think the way that we've been taught or the way that we've internalized that line, live as if there's no tomorrow, is through the lens of this idea that our lives are front-loaded and that everything we will ever accomplish that's meaningful will happen before we are 40, perhaps especially for women. And I believe that living as if there's no tomorrow includes slowness, rest, patience, gentleness, and actually living, (laughs) Um, being, not always doing. And 
this transitions well into the idea or difference between operations and chores, between functions and tasks. And somebody told me recently that a tree is just being as is. And while it's doing so, it has many, many functions happening all at once. But it's not doing many different tasks. And there's a crucial difference between functions and tasks. And this makes me think of how rest can be seen as a step, not always a pause or a stop, although it can be a pause or a stop. It can also be a crucial step. And I think this is the most important way to use our privilege of rest for good. To actually rest. And bringing us into the latter half of the poem and thinking about rushing and how if we rush, we often end up redoing, retracing. And this loops to the beginning of the poem where fast and slow often end up requiring the same amount of time because we end up redoing and retracing our steps. And that leads us into this idea that we're not worthy of a dream realized unless we achieve bringing it into practice faster, which of course is not true, but it's often how we feel, at least how I feel. And it's important to remember that dreams don't begin complete. They grow inside us as we are, not always as we do, particularly if these are a bit misaligned, which they absolutely can be and often not to any fault of our own but if we're not prepared for the potential of their fullness where as we do reflect as we are then our goals and dreams will drown and they will take us down with them and with all of that I still don't have a concrete answer or a specific path forward to point you toward, but I tried at least to create some language around what all of this feels like and how complicated it can be, especially with so much of what we have been taught about work, about rest, about building toward something, about the whole concept of chasing a dream. There's a reason we say chasing. It implies fast, and the faster the better, which is not always the case. So... With all of that rambling, (laughs) I will read the poem once more for you. And again, I just hope that the words are helpful or they offer, offer something to you that you didn't have before. So here it is again. Today, I watched the sky break apart. 
it was indecipherable from the clouds, disintegrating into pinches of pale dust. I wouldn't have decrypted ash versus snow had it not been late November. Both still and rushed, rolling and flurrying, slow and sprinting, and whether idly passing through above or plummeting to snow piles below, accumulating the same white cotton candy. It made me ask myself about a paradox. Tomorrow isn't promised, seize the day, and there is no rush, slow down. If I take my time, mindfully and thoughtfully, my dream will breathe one day and I will feel better living it. But I must pant it into practice today because what if I don't live to tomorrow? We see living life to the fullest through the lens of a capitalistic front-loaded life where, in truth, rest takes sundry steps like the earth, with many operations at once, not many chores. Like sky, clouds, and snow, all the color of wintered world, like songs, lyrics, and poems, all the language of metamorphic music, like working, resting, and capering, all the oxygen of fertile life. I don't have an answer about why this paradox cracks us open, But I do know, at just 25, that chasing dreams demands delay if we rush, if we believe that we're only worthy of them, if we witness their birthright inhale faster. But we've already met them in the core of our being, not doing. And if we're not careful, the fluid in their lungs won't be ready for air if we're not breathing steadily first. Thank you so much for listening, for engaging, for being vulnerable and present. I would love to know what you think, if you have any comments or suggestions or really anything at all. You're welcome to email me at Michaela at weareinsinkable.com or leave a comment on Instagram. And if you'd like your moment or memory to be shared on the podcast, please head to tinyurl.com slash bravingthewaves, which will also be linked in the show notes for you. And I hope to see you there. Again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I hope that your week ahead allows you to sit with the questions and things that we talked about today in a way that's helpful, healthy, and maybe joyful. Take care, everybody. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Braving the Waves podcast. You can find more information about this week's content, resources, and related links in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you subscribed, shared, or left a review and followed us on socials. And lastly, don't ever forget that you are unsinkable. Just being here, listening, 
helps you swim and keep your boat afloat. Thanks everyone. Take care.